Welcome back, strange crew. You are tuned into another trip through life's deep cuts. We hope you enjoy the ride. Listening to volume 83 of the Strange Grooves podcast. I'm Sharice Letson. And I'm Kate Milberry. And before we bring you this awesome episode with our dear friend Shelly Brown, we just wanted to give a huge shout out to our Patreon supporters. So, so much love to you, Brad Davis, Chuck Healy, John Roberts, Matthew Elliott, Corey McGill, Evan Lunning, Kristen Monroe, Colin Walshutes, Michael Hawkins, Kaylin Capson, and Matt Letson. Yay! Thank you guys so much. Um, we wouldn't be still doing this because of you. And if anyone listening would like to support us and join the crew, Patreon.com slash Strange Grooves. We're really, really pumped to bring you guys this uh, this week's episode. Shelly's a highly anticipated guest. Um, we've literally wanted to have her on for almost three years. She's an incredible sound engineer. She's got a profound knowledge of music, a crazy record collection, some stories that will blow your goddamn mind. And I don't know, we're, we're pretty pumped to bring you this episode and, you know, some more features with Shelly uh, coming up in the future. So Here. we hope you enjoy it. Here it is. Shelly. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome to the show. It's so great to finally have you on. <laughs> Thank you. It's been, I know, literally Kate's- almost three years. As we That's ridiculous. Tonight, I'm, I'm so just like, what the? F- wow. Like, <laughs> because it's really, um, I don't know. Time goes by so fast. It does. And then when I got thinking of, like back to how long we've known each other and just the amount of shows we'd gone to and just different stuff, I was like, how have you not? And I keep pestering you, so thank you so much. And I keep of- getting nervous. And then I'm like, yeah, sure, later. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, okay, I think we have Shelly for the show next week. Like, yeah. So I'm really excited, everyone. Um, if you don't know Shelly Brown, you're about to, and I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you. Um, yeah, this is awesome. Sharice, you kind of saw a little preview of what she brought, so it's... Uh, yeah. You can see now why I've been so excited for you to meet Shelly, like, in the flesh. Yeah, like, I think we've met before. I think we've met a few times, socially so. at the Imperial, yep. like, in other in other circumstances, but never in... In this capacity. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, this is great. So I guess um, to start things off, can you tell us a little bit kind of about yourself and sort of your first like introduction to music? Okay. Um, that would definitely be my sister. Yeah. So my sister's eight years older than me. So when I grew up, I was listening to a lot of like Death Leopard and Guns N' Roses and uh, yeah, Heart. She got me into Heart. But yeah, just, you know, the classic uh, hair bands too. And that's how it started. And then I wanted to become a singer. So when I graduated high school, I was like, ooh, I'm going to learn how to record everything so that I won't look stupid on the other side of the glass. Anyway, I learned how to record music, but I never became a professional singer. Yeah, that's it. And now that's how it started. Well, that's really cool, though. That's that's really cool. <laughs> and that's that's about sort of like when I met you is when you were kind of going through and doing all those kind of things yeah. and traveling and stuff. Yes. So and I'm from Deer Island. Like, right. that's where I was growing up. So I went to high school in St. George at Fundy High. So yeah. I remember going into, like, what do you call it? Like, the the dude or lady that helps you figure out your decisions. And I'm like, so is there some sort of place I could learn how to record music? And they're like, uh, fumbling. They're like, you don't want to go into nursing. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Yep. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> and I did. 
you don't want to do nursing. Literally, that was what happened to me. I remember going to the guidance counselor, and he was just looking like I was, knew I was going to like St. Thomas, go to liberal arts journalism, whatever. And he's like, "Well, Cherise, you need to take the other math course if you want to get into courses like nursing." I'm like, "I don't want to be a nurse. <laughs> I'm going to be a writer." Okay, <laughs> no. He's like, "Great." <laughs> no. Another bright one. <laughs> No, well, can you can you dive in a little bit more about some of that experience? Because I know, like we we went to Paul Milner's studio a little while back, and we were blown away. Because um, you know, sometimes to be on the other side is really kind of a, an interesting perspective. And for me, like entries, like we don't play instruments, so being able to kind of do the podcast, being seeing how things are produced, we kind of nerd out on that. So that was a big part of why I was excited to talk to you a little awesome. bit about it. So like, you know, just 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 tell um, us everything. Okay, so it started, like I said, so I had no experience with it whatsoever. I had no idea how that all worked. So I'm 17 because I'm born in December. So I've graduated. I'm 17 years old. I moved to Stony Creek, Ontario to go to the Recording Arts Program of Canada. And I did okay. Um, I did okay. Like 60-something average. But I had no idea what I was doing. And I was also a kid. And there were a lot of cute teachers, which really... <laughs> was was like, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. We'll call oh my God, you're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I went there. But then after that, I moved back here and stuff. And then I really, really got into it. And I applied and got accepted to the Conservatory of Recording Arts and Sciences in Arizona. So I moved to Arizona, and I swear to God, if I was rich, I would just pay to go there every year, just over and over again. They had two different um, school grounds and multiple different studios with like SSL consoles and Neve consoles and oh my god I geeked out like I was the annoying one in the class like the teacher would talk and say stuff and then they would just turn to me like okay Shelly what's your question like I wouldn't even know it was like okay so um and I would go home and uh buy rolling rock beer and jalapeno poppers yes and fry up some mushrooms just regular mushrooms not magic And get all my colored pens and pencils out and rewrite all my notes. And I have all those books, you know, those black and white speckled. Yep. Yeah. So I have them all like this is surround sound and this is all the SSL and da, 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 da. And I still have them all. And they're like, oh, you can borrow them anytime. But yeah, I totally geeked out. I love it. Promise? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yay. It's going to show up at your door. I really am. I get really excited about this. I love that. Yeah. So I totally geeked out and, uh. Yeah, and also when I was there, I learned on a Yamaha PM1D, and the Imperial Theater has a, well, had a Yamaha PM5D, and at the time, their sound engineer had left, so they called me when I was in Arizona and was like, are you coming home? And then that's how I ended up back here. Otherwise, I may have stayed there, so it's a good thing. So I came back and was head of sound at the theater for a while. Wow. Yeah, I remember seeing some of your pictures in Arizona and just saying, like, that's the coolest. coolest it was so ever. beautiful. Like Spiders know. I could deal without. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but lots of fun. Lots of fun concerts. It was a really neat um, scene down there. There was a place I used to go called the Hollywood Alley. And they had records, like they had black ceilings like this, but they were, and they also had records all like that took up the whole ceiling and they would stay open until 6am 
and they would close and then open up again at 8 a.m. and the grandmother would serve breakfast there. So you could go to a show. Like we would see cool, like I saw Yob there, Melt Banana, um, the Metaporn. Like I just, right now I can't even think. Like so many, yeah. That's so crazy. So many cool people there. Yeah, it was a great spot. And I drank them out of Moose Green. They had Moose Green there. See, wow. Yeah, so I was the Canadian stoner rock girl at the time and they used to have to order in more moose lager because what an amateur not lager yeah moose green yeah 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 Yeah. imagine like just moose head being like why is like this one like like this place in arizona ordering all like ordering this (laughs) this place in tempe arizona what the hell yeah yeah yeah. that was a great spot i kind of missed no wonder they expanded thank you So yeah, there's some tidbits that went on far. Sorry. No, that's, that's, that's <laughs> I want to talk all about. about that. I want to oh, okay. talk more about some of the shows you'd been to, hmm. like here, there, everywhere, really. Well, uh, ah, grab the yes. book, grab the book. Yeah. You brought a, a little scrapbook to mm-hmm. share. Um, we'll take some photos of it for the blog. Yes. So yes. people can, uh, listeners can check it out. Before we start talking about shows, I'm going to tell you something. Um, never ever, and I'll show you why, never ever uh, laminate your freaking uh, concert tickets Why like in a, in a heat one oh because it burns them do you know oh, what i mean right. like the old school printed tickets it's here yeah. somewhere it's when i went to david bowie and when it came out the other end i used to work at uh, sunray variety on princess street mm-hmm. and i was like oh i'll use the laminator and i cried oh no because i ruined it all so you saw bowie yes i saw david bowie when i was 21 or 20 no i was 21 because i was allowed to drink i took a bus down there by myself and i told all of my friends no one was allowed to go with me because you know how sometimes you go to concerts and someone will ruin something mm-hmm. they'll be late or you spend time looking for them so i went all by myself um i held the whole bus up at the border because i had dreadlocks and the uh, the border security made me go into immigration and ask me all kinds of questions because um. I didn't have a return ticket. And I got down there and yeah, I went and saw David Bowie and uh, Busta Rhymes was supposed to perform, but he couldn't make it. It was his festival. So <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be like Busta Rhymes. Okay, isn't that weird? <laughs> right? I don't know what the, I don't remember the name of the festival. <laughs> but David Bowie played for over two hours because wow. he had to fill it in, and I sat with the sound engineer because I was by myself and of course I geek out at all that stuff and I'm like excuse me um I'm from Canada and I'm all by myself like can I just sit with you guys and he's like you're not a screamer are you and I said oh my god no like you won't even know I'm here I'm mute (laughs) and they fed me pizza and I sat there and cried the whole time watch David Bowie it was awesome yeah lovely experience that's so lovely (laughs) yeah it was really fun I didn't meet David Bowie but yeah it's funny you know like as someone who's used that like I'm from Canada and like I'm here I've said that exactly many times and I just many times it It could be in Fredericton it could be anywhere I'm just like I came all the way from Canada (laughs) (laughs) they're like "Uh uh-huh I'm like oh come on in like Oh my gosh. Last summer I went to um, the jazz, what's it called? Jazz, the Harvest Jazz and Blues? Yeah. For the first time ever. Right. Because I was really excited because uh, the White Buffalo was there. Do yeah. you guys know yeah. his I, music? No. Check him out. He's awesome. Like, he's a big mountain man from California and yeah. it's storytelling. It's top notch. So he was playing, so I was really excited and I just, I did the old school Shelly Brown. I haven't done it in years. But I'm like, hmm, I just. I just walked right out back to the monitor console and I'm like, hey, (laughs) 
I do sound and stuff. So like, what are you working on here? What you got going on? And I, I was, I was just playing a game because then when the show was over, the white buffalo walked out back to the you know the tent, and I just do 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 lit up a cigarette. I'm like, hey man, how you doing? I'm like, yes. Yeah, that's a great in though. Yeah, like, I ju- you just gotta walk with confidence sometimes. Right. I know that's rude. I sound like an no, asshole. No, now. no, no. <laughs> Like, but I being, just wanted to talk to him, but I wasn't you're being like, respectful. Oh, yeah, I was just exactly. like, hey, what's up? You know, that's, it was that's, great that's for you to be in New Brunswick. By, by being like a fangirl and being respectful of their time and considerate. Yep. And offering value too, because you actually know your shit. It was great. It was you so know, much and, fun. You know, just like you brought a record, he probably would have said something to him that would have been like, oh shit, that's fucking dope. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so it's it's different than you're just like, hmm. Yeah, no. And I know, like, I, I totally get it. It'd be so hard to do that sometimes. Like, but, you know, you just got to play it cool because they are human beings at well, the end of the day, they're right? Not, um, yeah. They're not freaking superheroes. They're no. just people. Yeah. And right? if you want them to actually be, like, you know, if you meet someone, you're just like, I would love to be best friends. So <laughs> and so. But it's like, if you can't actually talk to them like a normal person, then how can you ever at all. <laughs> visit again or go to a show and be like, hey, remember me? So right. it kind of has to be a, yeah. I don't know, like a, totally. a line there. Have you guys ever had moments of meeting someone, though, that you couldn't speak? You're just like... N- yeah. No. Uh, no? I'm trying to think. Have you, what was no. yours? Who was you? Um, there's been a couple. Um, I, I don't know. Susan Tedeschi was a little... She kind of, she kind of, like, struck me in a weird way because I really liked her a lot and I loved Tedeschi Trucks band, but, like, when I saw her, I was just like, huh? Go. But I guess Mr. Goldblum didn't do yeah. it. Yeah, oh, he, he was like, do you know, hey. oh, oh my god. But gosh. that one I don't like to humble brag about. It. But like, yeah, oh. it was awesome. But the thing is, is that he's also a nice person. So if you're respectful of him. Yeah. And I was like, a- Daddy Goldblum. <laughs> after I did, right? Yeah. But after it was like, hey. And then like, we got a podcast with their band. And like, they still. That is so great. And, like, yeah. so, I saw that today. So it's yeah. just like, kind of like, respect right. the whatever relationship capacity. Right. But, yeah. you know, like. Like, I don't know, like, we saw Stevie Nicks, like, last year. Oh, she, like, if she, and we, like, like, and there was no way, that. like, that we, if we had, you know, had the chance that I would have been <laughs> <able> to... <laughs> No, we'd, like, it'd be, like, a, a scene in American you Horror Story. You don't want to ruin your life by saying the wrong thing. <laughs> I know. So it's better to say nothing at all than yeah, appreciate like, from a distance. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do remember one instance, because I've always been, like, I've met, like, the bands I've met, like, I've always just somehow mustered the courage to just go, be yeah. like, hey, what's up? Same. But one time, it was actually at Harvest, too, um, we saw when John Mayall was playing. And the thing is, like, I wasn't a huge, like, John Mayall fan, but, like, I he's John fucking Mayall. So <laughs> I remember afterwards, like, in the back of the tent, like, he was outside, and a, button, a lot of people were around, like, you know, shaking his hand, talking, and there's a point, like, I was like, do I go say, hey, like, like, introduce myself like hey like love you you know what I mean whatever but like I just I just like he's just so majestic and it's like John fucking Mayall right he's a legend <laughs> and like so I, I didn't I was just sort of like kind of I have a like I took a photo but like I kind of was like in this I just never had the I just couldn't bring myself to because I didn't want to come across like I was so nervous of coming across like a, like a weirdo or like bugging him because like he's probably never heard of this place yeah. before yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah so um so yeah, that'd be one time that I yeah. remember distinctly. West Claypool was definitely a oh yeah a tough one for the, the first time because I had to sit from a like I seen him three or four times and then bought the VIP pass to see them in clutch and I was like okay this is dope and then we did a meet and greet and they did a and a and he was like from here to there and I was like having a hard time I didn't want to look too much I didn't want to 
because I didn't want to be a weirdo about it, but it was just so cool because especially being from here. Yep. And you know, being in Durham, it's not like Def Leppard or like Primus or it's like the closest was like Toronto, Montreal, yeah, yeah. Maine. Yeah. So when you go there, you want to make the, the most of it. So even the being it's a in trip, your it's an experience. is like, whoa. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I think a lot of listening to music for me as a kid was like, I'll never see these bands. So this is why I have such a good time when I go to the shows I go to. So what band was it that you saw with Les Claypool? Um, was it with Primus or his own band? I saw him with Primus. Okay. Because yeah. he has his own band too, yeah. right? Yeah. And there's a group. I have a picture of them in there and they're called Fred Green. Yeah. At least that's when I lived in Arizona. Yeah. That's uh, 15 years ago now. Yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy, isn't it? Um, but they would play with Les at that little Hollywood alley that's so cool. uh, when he would come in and please don't make fun of me, but he's a drummer, right? Yeah. Okay. So I think in this he was he did guitar and vocals or something Crazy. whatever group yeah. I can't remember the he's, name. He's of the primarily group. a bass player, but in like Maybe all the bass. other ones he does drums and vocals. Okay, and, and a, he's kind of like a yeah. know, jack of all trades, but yeah, yeah I never really got into Primus a lot. I mean, I like them. But, yeah, yeah, but like then having the chance to meet him, I was like, oh. Oh goodness! Yeah, you have to go right, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you want to make a good impression, especially yeah. if you're going to continue to go see the band. Yeah, but you did. Yeah, you yeah. kept it together, Kate. The one I don't know if I could meet is Donald Fagg and Steely Dan. I, I would, oh. I would want him to like me, and I'm scared he wouldn't. Or yeah. you can always or be afraid that me. they're assholes, <laughs> right? Well, that's bitches, the, that's right? Like that's bitch. you know that's always the worst to like. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 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 When we were in, um, when I lived in Stony Creek, we all went to a Tricky concert. Oh. Do you guys listen to Tricky? I have not. It's trip hop. Like he did yeah, stuff like with Portishead yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. I love, I love, I love, I love, 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 love Tricky. Found him probably when I was 13 or 14 years old by using my mother's name, my name, and my sister's name to sign up for Columbia House and nice. uh, the BMG music thing. Oh. I'm sure they got collections called on them. Because oh. it's like, so I'm ordering CDs on Deer Island and somehow... I don't know how I did it, but by myself, I ordered Tricky. So when I was younger on Deer Island, like Tricky was my thing. Do you know what I mean? It was like, I like it. Nobody knows who he is around me. This is mine. You know how you can own that. So then when I got older, I was probably, maybe I was 19 at that point when I got to see him and he was sitting at the merch table and I remember waiting in line. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I get to the merch table and I just hear, I don't know if you've ever heard him talk, but like he has smoked so much. He has asthma and thrush. Like it's, it's just insane. And he's like, hi. And he's smoking the biggest joint I've ever seen in my life too and I just I didn't say anything I looked at him and I actually walked away I walked away I didn't even buy anything but it was a great concert yeah. <laughs> it was a great concert well, at least walking away in silence at least you didn't say or do anything but he scared me I'm like oh my god you're so intimidating and he's not a big man or anything but that voice and it's like oh my god you're tricky yeah, so anyway, that was fun. So that was the only time I freaked out. Yeah. And Marilyn Manson, I freaked out over him, too. Don't. When he was cool. Ugh. Well, he still... I didn't mean to be rude. No, <laughs> I'm to this no, right no. now. That's a beautiful pizza. But no. <laughs> but... Let's... I, I would have loved to meet... It's a beautiful pizza. Matt. That's awesome. Marilyn Manson. I used to work at HMV in Toronto on Young Street, and <sighs> they did a signing there. So I had... Um, I have his sign thing in there, but that was with uh, Twiggy. Yeah. I was really excited to meet Twiggy, whatever his real name is. He plays for um, A Perfect Circle. Yeah. Does he? Yes. 
Um, but anyway, so that was cool. But I gave all my stuff away. There's a guy in St. John here. His name is Mike. Yeah. He always has the Marilyn Manson hoodie on. I don't know his last name. Now you'll see him. You'll yeah. know who I mean. But I gave him my big, I had the big cardboard cutout of Marilyn Manson from Mechanical Animals. You know, the David Bowie-ish yeah, looking right. thing. Yeah. I did, but I gave it to him because I was like, I... If you can ever get it back. <laughs> I don't Mike, think so. Mike, listening. Mike, yeah, yeah. Kate would like She'll to pay me. you $300. My God. <laughs> yeah, I recently... So I've reread this Marilyn Manson book like probably 15 times. Is that then, The Hard Road Out of Hell? Yeah. Or did, I've never read it. And then like I took a bunch of the photos out of it. I don't usually dismantle my books, but I really liked the art and stuff in it and some of like the poetry that he was did. Was it his art? Yeah. Ah. And uh, I framed it and yeah, i big fan. Never got to see him though. Now I don't know if I would. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hmm. When I was pregnant, yeah. I took Scott and some other people. We went to Moncton because he played at the Coliseum. Yeah. And that probably would have been the fourth time I'd been seeing him. And I was yeah. like, guys, he puts on such a great show. Like, it's, like I saw him in the Antichrist Superstar. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Amazing. My apologies. I mean, it's so amazing. It was so cool. He's <laughs> growing tall. Like, what? oh my <sighs> God. Like, the theatrics are amazing. And Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie's tour that I saw, like, he put all the money into the tour. Lost mm. all of his money, but he's like, I don't care. I'm putting on a good show. Like, he comes up through the ground with an, an organ and a Grim Reaper, and then the Grim Reaper moves, and there's David, or David Bowie. Jesus, sorry. Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> but Manson used to put on the same things, like, growing on the stilts yeah. and doing this and all that, and I was like, guys, it's gonna be great. Like, go-go dancers, you know, and the lights, drugs, and and then we went and saw him in Moncton. yeah unfortunately it was just just a different time yeah that was 10 years after his right yeah 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 you get oh man good times though (laughs) it was good times yeah so what else is in this book i noticed some 3d glasses in there was that from a kiss show did it was a kiss show um at the sky dome and, um, yeah, it was really warm. They had a lot of pyro. And, yeah, it was in 3D. That's crazy. So you'd put your little glasses on. And they <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They're like the paper ones, too. They, like, oh, you know, yes. This is, a, this is way before, you yeah. know, like going to the movie. <laughs> what year is this? They're like, well, it's 1998. 3D. 1998. Yeah. Gene Simmons. So uh, what's his name? Ace Freely. Such a wanker. But he would, like, so the cameras were in the front. And he'd come up and do stuff like put the neck of the guitars, you know, the bass, do that. So in your glasses, it's like, woo. Right. I actually halfway through just started walking around and I called my Uncle Trevor from a payphone and said, hey, I knew you liked Kiss when you were younger. He's 14 years older than me. I was like, listen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'm ready to leave now. This is like the biggest cheese. I'm going to make somebody mad by saying that. No, it's fine. The Kiss army is going to like. Oh, totally. Uh, Chris Wilcox from uh, Hollow. Yeah. Uh, He always liked Kiss and I always used to make him mad because I'm like, they're the original bubblegum pop band like and he's like no yeah no anyway it was fun no that's awesome yeah it was cool and i won tickets from that actually oh really put my name in a draw and i won deftone tickets that's sweet yeah they were okay too yeah Yeah. i saw them uh five or six years ago and they put on a great show really yeah yeah, I was like, so they're still kicking. Yeah, they're still kicking, and I was actually like, I actually, it, it actually made them made me like them more seeing their live show. Uh, yes, I was like, they're wow. talented. Like they're actually like very, very good. Mm. Okay. See, yeah. this is why. Yeah, yeah, it burnt them all. Yeah. Yeah, Rob Zombie, Tool and Tomahawk. 
that was really cool. That was a road trip with um, Jay Votor. Yeah. And we went up, and I was just really excited to see Tomahawk. Um, that was that was really great. Typo negative. Tomahawk, Mike Patton. Yeah. Yes. That's what I thought. Yeah. Jo- Jacques Strap. Is that yeah. one of the songs or something? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I always sometimes get that confused because he has so many projects. So I always like, sometimes I'm like, is that? Because I only remember listening to them a little bit after like Fantomas or Fantomas, right? And it was like right Love after. That album. Yeah. But like, I, I just didn't get into, I'm more, I'm more of a Mr. Bungle fan when it comes to Mike Patton. I have a Mr. Bungle than anything. Yeah. And like Faith No More because I kind of just like the, the bass and whatnot in Faith No More, but... I like Faith No More too. I used to work at, um, I don't know, it was one of those data entry places, but we were allowed to wear our headphones if we did good. Only if you did good. Only if you were a good girl and you're typing in enough coupons. And that's where I first listened to uh, Faith No More. It was some peeps from St. John that introduced me to them and it's fantastic music. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw your uh, spooky kids thing, I remember being 13 and shaving my eyebrows off and making them squiggly lines. Nice! <laughs> you did that? Is there photo evidence? I'm sure that, like, my friend Sarah or my friend Tamara have, like, some photos from them, but I don't have a lot. But, like, yeah. I was just like, yeah, like, let's do it. Do it. And, like, Kitty and all those bands were, like, coming out, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. I forgot about Kitty. I forgot about but Kitty. But it was, like, you know, like, corn. Everything was just starting to get super popular, so I was like, let's do it. Let's shave them off. And, like, I loved watching The Wall all the time, so it just seemed like it was going to happen. Right. It was just, it was natural. It was going to happen. And then I think back, I'm like, man, I gotta get cool You probably again. don't look that bad without eyebrows, actually. I don't think so. They're just like, boop. <laughs> 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 okay, let's wow. do it right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to shave Kate's eyebrow. What do the kids do? They shave like a notch in one or a something? A notch, right. Oh, what's that for? I don't know oh. what it is. It's but not like it just looks like you had your brow thing. ring ripped out. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that's exactly what it looks <laughs> that's, like. That's, yes. Wow. Oh. That's fucking brutal. <laughs> And you have your eyebrows pierced, so people would believe, like... That's what happened. She got into a fight and, like... <laughs> at a Tomahawk concert. <laughs> it's all what your narrative is. You tell your story. Exactly. $200 patron. <laughs> yeah, I would. Would you? Yeah. Don't do that. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll see if do it! <laughs> Let's go. 200 after two consecutive... So no, the new road piece of equipment. For that, I will shave the eyebrow. A brow. There you go. Okay. A brow? I think it's about $800. <laughs> okay. That's way more worth the eyebrows. Support These strange have to come in on fleek, so... Support Strange Grooves in our quest to get better podcast equipment. And Kate will shave her eyebrows if you buy us the new Rode... Eyebrow. What's it called? Pro, uh, podcast Pro, I think. Yeah. Or just give us $800 and we'll buy it ourselves. Yes, we'll get it. Yeah. And be for everything. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Namaste. Podcast Pro. Yes, I think that's what it's called. Patreon.com Street Groups. Um, yeah. All right. What else do you want to talk about? Tell me, because so, I'm rambling. So you also brought um, some records with you. See? So how did you get into record collecting? Was that something you got into early on, or did you... Um, like I said, my sister's older, so when I was a little kid, oh my God, my mom and dad had a floor model, like the eight-foot wide one, mm-hmm. and I remember coming home from school at one point, I don't know if it was university or if it's when I was in Stony Creek and they just put it in the dump 
You know what I mean? Like the floor, the record player, the thing. But so now I have my Nans. So that's right. great. It's just a little one. I still have an eight track player that works. So anyway, my sister always had records. Um, and then actually there was, I used to live with my cousin, Andre Bartow. Some people, I don't know who listens to this podcast, but somebody might remember him here in St. John. He's passed now. Um, but he left a stack of records beside my bed one night and a set of headphones, which was really cool. And he always left Pink Floyd every night. And I'm like, Andre, I just, I'm still not going to get into Pink Floyd. I'm sorry. Like, I don't care how many times. But anyway, so he gave me... Um, Deep Purple Machine Head. Okay, classic. My apologies for walking away from the microphones. And it is so beat up, but it is one of my favorite albums to have on vinyl. And it's so beat up and scratched that when I hear one of the songs from this album, if I don't hear the snap, crackle, and pop in it, I'm like, Mm-mm, that's not what I want. Like, no. I want to hear on this copy, this copy you the know what cracks I mean? and the pops in the right places. Yeah, yeah. Right? Just because it's this version, and that's how it started. And then I just started getting obsessed. Wow. Yep. Yeah, so I, I don't have a lot. I mean, nothing compared to what other people have. Like, I probably only have like 250 vinyl, which right. really isn't that's a around lot. My, yeah. Like, no, it's, like it, it, it looks cool all on one shelf. I even made my own shelf. Oh, very cool. Mm -hmm. Very nice. With a router and everything. It's very solid. Um, But yeah, so, but I I still want to get more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what what others did you bring? You kind of, you gave us a preview before. um, I just thought this is kind of funny because I have also a really, really big copy of this Ah! record that I got from a man who left it in an old apartment. Look! What? Like 15 years ago. Take a photo of that. Yes. So it's kind of weird because when you said that, I was like, oh, because I remember like it was one of my first apartments uptown on Dorchester Street and the guy had uh, just a bunch of records and he was like a lot of them don't play he had like an Alice Cooper one um, a Pink Floyd one and I still have some of them and I kept them I still keep them even though some of them sound like shit because it's just it's the story like how it starts and like how much shit do they sound like really or like as long as the needle doesn't go from one side to the other automatically yeah. <laughs> like you yeah, know yeah. you can deal with a couple of snaps and cracks i don't know yeah yeah i don't mind okay so do you ever listen to it yeah okay what's your favorite song off of it Ba-ba-da-ba. i don't know you got highway star maybe i'm a leo pictures of home never before don't please know. don't say smoke on the water no probably pictures of home <laughs> i don't know it's hard it's hard to say because like it's a. I think it's a great album. Sometimes, actually. like you know how sometimes it's just like the amount of like when it comes on, like side. And you one, actually listen to side the whole one thing. always like always plays more in side two. It barely get flipped. Yes. Because then I always just put something else on. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Yep. It's a great. Do you guys know the story of Smoke on the Water? Yes, I do. I was actually going to bring that up. I nice. was like, I know Smoke on the Water is like you know, cla- like people would say, oh, it's so overplayed. It's like, but it's like the story of it is so cool. Yes. Yeah. Like they were recording in their hotel room, I think it was, and well, Zappa they, was playing across the way. <clears throat> well, originally what was supposed to happen is they were supposed to record in the casino where the Zappa show was, and, and, then, and then that's where the lyric comes, some stupid with a flare gun shoots it off and burns the place. Freaking, yeah. So then they had to go to the hotel. That's where, yes. Yeah. I always thought that was cool. Do you guys ever watch the classic albums 
um, yes. shows, and that's where I learned all that. Yeah, right? So they're yeah. interviewing them. So they had the truck, the recording truck outside. But the quickest way to get to the truck, because they were recording in a cross section of a hallway, right. was like literally to like crawl out a window and scale down and go listen to a take. So eventually, they're like, "Oh my God, screw it!" Like, we'll just trust you, whatever take. Because like we're getting exhausted from right. doing a take and yeah. trying to get recorded. Oh but I, I think that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, yeah. it's like one the most classic rock. Totally. Of all time. Crazy Blackmore. I always heard a rumor that someone from St. John sold um, an organ to John Lord. I would say in the past, like, he died, what, five years ago or something? Really? Yes, I do remember yeah. when he died. Like, I remember the Grammys or something. Yeah, something. but I think someone, that's what they said anyway. But, I mean, that made organs epic for, yeah. like, like really stoner cool. rock and stuff. find out more about that. Yeah. I bet you if you just put it out there. I can ask around. I do remember that's someone cool saying that. I know that. Yeah. Wow. And he always got his sound because he was trying to... Um, you know, keep up with Richie Blackmore. So he's the one that started sending his organ. He put a quarter inch jack in it and outputted it into a Marshall amp. Wow. So that's where that awesome sound, which everybody uses now. Right. That's totally Mr. Lord. Anyway, sorry for geeking about no, this. No, this is all geek about geeking. Geek it out. This is what the show geek is about. I suppose. I suppose. It's about geeking out. Um, okay, so check this cool thing out. I don't know if you guys like Soundgarden. Yeah, I respect. Oh, to me, he had the most beautiful voice in the world. Did mm-hmm. you get to see Kristen? No. No. I had so many air miles saved up. Was it 2016? Really? That sucks. I think so. I had so many air miles saved up and then they, remember, they did one concert. Mm-hmm. Soundgarden got back together mm-hmm. and I was so excited and I said, Scott, oh my God, we're going to use the air miles. You and I, I don't care where they are. We're flying. I'm finally going to see Chris Cornell sing. And then he texted me one day he said, Chris Cornell is dead, and um, I'm going to swear. Okay. <laughs> and I said, my reply to my husband was, fuck off. And like, I was like, no. And I was like, you're joking. He's like, no, I'm serious. So I cried for a little Aww. bit. A little bit. Yeah. No, he was totally my favorite. So sad. So but these are cool. There's some outtakes. And so this is like a box set. It's a box set, yeah. I got it from a friend that I used to work with. His sister is obsessed with them, and he bought this for her for her birthday, and she already owned it. Oh. <laughs> so I bought it off of him. Anyway, so that's what that Bonus, is. Though, well, it's yeah. a fun stuff in there because Soundgarden is awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Here, you pick one to okay. talk about because there's I very okay. ran, very freaking random stuff My bet stuff was here. how many high on fire you were going to bring. I I'm only brought you only brought one. I only brought one. How many right. times have you seen them? Um, I think just three. No. Four. Four times, yeah. Yeah, three times in Arizona, and then I took everybody to Halifax to see yeah, them. Yeah, I remember when they played, and I was like, that's so cool, because I knew so many people that like liked them. Yeah, he then... was a l- I was disappointed, though. Yeah. He was a little messed up. Right. So, like, his cool riffs, he was messing up his riffs, and I was yeah. very disappointed in him at that time. Yeah. So, I have some questions. <laughs> okay. Some questions. Okay, hold on. Okay, sit up, Right. So, this is, I'm holding the greatest hits of Doris Day. Uh-huh. So, again, in this collection, one of these things are not quite like the others. Yeah. There's some monkeys in here. So, tell me the story behind this. Um, I do not really know how I got into Doris Day. I... 
When I lived in Arizona, I actually was influenced and I got into the Rat Pack a lot. Right. So, like, I freaking have a crap ton of Frank Sinatra albums. I love Dean Martin. Um, and maybe this just kind of came in. Like, she's in films with Frank Sinatra yes. and stuff. And, I mean, I, I, I remember Quesada from when I was a kid. Um, no, she's awesome. I have all kinds of stuff like this. Like, I love listening to oldies and even like just I mean their voices are beautiful mm, no. and it's just perfect and, it's, and it's just so simple and it's happy no, I don't is, always yeah. need to have a guitar screaming <laughs> like, if no. I could I would definitely go like Frank Sinatra like that would have been like an old time like the show bands like going oh, even, yeah. even to go back to Vegas and have the opportunity to see wouldn't that a production be cool? like that would be when I went to Vegas, the very first place I went was the Sands Ballroom, just to touch it. Nice! It was the very first thing that I did. Everyone like was like, let's go. And I was like, no, we literally have to go to the Venetian. We have to go to Sands Ballroom right now, just to touch it. Because I listen, like every time I fly, I always listen to Frank Sinatra. It's like a thing now. And nice! Like, yeah, and it's, yeah, it's like Tom Petty, Foo Fighters, anything with flying, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a thing. And when I got there, it was just like, it's the same with like when I went to LA. It was like, as soon as I realized I was there, I was like, oh shit. And like the Jeff Goldblum band was like a kind of like that experience because there's like so many of them and there's like so many singers and it's meant to be a big production. Like a big band. And it was so fun. I wish that there was more of that. Mm. I would go every night. I would. Oh, yeah. I know. Like it but doesn't it make it. It actually makes you feel happy. Yeah. I mean, I would love to be like dancing, like ballroom dancing. Like that was like going woo. to the club back then. You right. know yes. what I mean? And I'd be at all time. Yeah. yeah. Like other music makes me feel happy because I like it. Like I love John Prine. Love, 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 love. I'm totally obsessed. And but my husband would always say like isn't that depressing you? Because I mean, he has a lot of depressing, yeah. like this, the storyline is depressing, but it always made me feel happy, mm-hmm. but that's the completely different happy than listening to a big band or like a Doris Day song or like a peppy Frank Sinatra, you know, it's yeah. just a different, it's yeah. a different type of happy. Yeah. It makes you want to like annoy everybody around you. <laughs> <laughs> Like you're gonna have a good day. You're gonna have a good day, Winter. Doris. <laughs> you did you go see John Prime with Leanne? Or am I making that up? No, yes, we went. And okay. I went through a whole box of Kleenex in the front okay. row. Yeah, it was I'll awesome. Sure. I cried the whole time. It was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Angel great. from Montgomery. Yeah. Okay, that's something enough. Yeah. 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 And also like yeah. uh, please don't bury me yeah, down in the like cold, cold ground. My brain there. But, but he passed away from yeah. the King COVID. Yeah, I remember seeing yeah, 2020 makes, just keeps... He yeah. has beat cancer so many times, and then COVID, that's yeah. what gets him. Oh, my sense. God. Yeah, that's... Yay, Trump! But let's not go there. So, um. <laughs> I was actually going to pull this one up next. So, I always, I'm curious when people bring soundtracks. So, mm-hmm. tell us about this one. Okay, have you guys ever seen The Secret of Nim? I have. Oh, I I feel like a long time ago. I recognize oh. the mouse and the and the crow. Yes, this is the crow, Jeremy. Uh, Don Belushi. No, Don Belushi. I'm saying it wrong. Beluse. Oh my God. It's Don DeLuise. I'm an idiot. <laughs> anyway, he does the voice. Uh, it's a really, 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 really dark cartoon. When I was a kid, I was so excited that it would come on TV. We had three channels, right? It usually came on in the fall and uh, it's really freaking dark. So um, the man that uh, animated it, Don Bluth, he used to work for Disney mm-hmm. and they're like, mm. You're not drawing the Disney hands right. 
You know what I mean? Like, like Disney is very specific. So he's like, okay, fine. Screw you. So he animated this and it is, the music is scored by Jerry Goldsmith, who also did the omen. So this is dark and like, it's awesome. I tried to show it to my niece and nephew when they were kids. They were petrified. Like the film. Right. Like it's dark and like, it's a really sad story. Nim is the national Institute of mental health. So these are rats that were being, um, you know, what's the word like experimented on and they escape because they're so smart it's a really if you've never seen it you have to watch it i'll lend it to you guys that's riveting (laughs) the music like i said last night i sat down again and put my headphones on and that's what i listened to all night yeah that's sweet there was two of my favorite though i kept listening to the tractor over and over again and uh the house raising now when you watch it you'll know you'll know what yes they're really epic epic things um, and then the monkeys. Yeah. Did you, how did you get into the monkeys? Was, is it <laughs> when I was little, we had a big satellite. I'm from deer Island. Like right. I said, yes. So the satellite was like, it would take up all of your windows there, you know? Oh, the big like, giant, the yeah. big giant that you had to pour the, it's still there. Squirrels live in it now. Um, and we, I could get, I think it might've been MTV or something and they would play the monkeys. I remember like much more music or something. Something they used like to play, that. Like yeah. the older yeah. TV shows, like the Partridge family and stuff. And I was so little that I thought that I was watching something new and, uh, me and my sister and her friend, we love them. And we used to call information in England and try to get their phone numbers. Oh my God. Like Peter Tosh. Which is funny that he was our favorite right there, and oh. we would like try to get their numbers and Davy Jones and. And you'd call wow. Yeah, and they're yeah. American. No, <laughs> no, they're British. They're British. The yeah. monkeys. Yes, no, uh, they were. Well, he no, is he Davy is. Jones. Davy's is, and I think Peter was, wasn't right. he? Right, but the, they were made in. They're like the America's version. It's a too. boy band, boy essentially. Band. Yeah, they they don't write their was, stuff, and that's yeah. why David Bowie changed his name because this guy, when he was younger, was already David Jones. He was right. Davy Jones. That's David Bowie's actual real name. Right. Yeah, so I don't know. I love the monkeys. They're just they are, too. They, they had some bops. Yeah, I'm not your stepping stone. Good shit. Yeah, good shit. Indeed. Yeah. Awesome. So what else do we have here? Oh, this is a great Bauhaus. Do you guys listen to Bauhaus? I know it was. I knew it was. An Bella album. Lugosi's dead. I just remember one of their album covers was a uh, question on music trivia at the Five and Dime, and that's how. Really? Like, yes. It was, nice. like, yes, was it this one? No, it was another one, but I remember it was like, it was Bajas. So it wasn't the one with the penis? No, it wasn't no. the one with the penis, okay. no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Billy Joel, Nick Cave. Yeah, that's it. Okay. We have lots of Nick Cave fans. Yes. Yeah, Chuck. Do you really? Yeah, Nick Cave, yeah. I've yeah. never seen him yet, and I really no, want I've to. heard that from people that have been on our show previously that love him have said it's phenomenal. Oh, and they usually go to a run of like two or three shows. Cause Isn't that cool? Like, very cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, he is releasing in Australia. He recorded during COVID and I missed out on it. It was July or something and you could buy a ticket and watch the live stream and then it was gone. And so it's being released in theaters in November, I guess. Hmm. St. John won't get it. You know that, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Him and a piano, I guess on the stage. Just saw today too that there's a Stevie Nicks concert that's yes. coming to theaters that also probably won't come here, but maybe they'll be right. Able to see it. <laughs> like, oh, maybe maybe it. Helen. Yeah, it. <laughs> it's fine. We'll, we'll get it on there. We'll so, get it on there. So I guess um, are there any uh, record? I guess actually before I go there, what would you say is your most cherished record in your collection? Oh, Sugarbones. 
Wow. And it dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. And wait till I have a tougher question coming too. Oh, my Lanta. Um, oh, 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 you know what? Uh, I have the answer. Aside from that deep purple, because I really loved my cousin and that's really cool. Machine head. Um, my Jeff Buckley, um, my Jeff Buckley vinyl. You know what? Uh, um, oh my God! What's it called? It has Hallelujah on it. Yeah. I'm having a moment. You guys are making me nervous. I know the, I know his version of Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah but what's the album oh, called? Oh, it's one. Of the, oh I, my Lanta. Oh my genius. All right, this is a question for the Google. That's that's no. This is gonna make me so mad. This is gonna make me so mad. Oh my Lanta! When I used to work at this is funny. I used to work at the porn store. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive yeah. Boutique, and it was Christmas time, and Jay Votor brought me that album and said, you have to listen to this. Okay. Grace. It's called Grace. Grace. Okay, I was about to say, it's a Grace, yes. Where did you used to work? Oh, at the porn store. <laughs> <laughs> and he brought me that for Christmas, and I listened to it constantly. It is like, it is so perfectly mixed. It is so dyma- dynamic. It's beautiful. And then when I lived in Arizona, I had a, a really nice friend from Las Vegas, and she gave me the vinyl for Christmas. Oh. I thought it was a calendar. It was wrapped up. And then when I opened it, I cried. All of my stories end with, I cried. Hey, but music's emotional, man. <laughs> it is, yeah. So I would say really that is. is one of my most cherished vinyls to have. Yeah. Like, I recently moved my record shelf, and I took all of the plastic coverings off mm-hmm. because it was just looking so messy, but there's a few that I kept plastic on, and that is definitely one of them. Yeah. So there you go. So one question I forgot to ask with in regards to the concert scrapbook, what mm-hmm. would you say is your most precious concert experience or your favorite concert experience, if you could choose one? Actually, do you know what? Right off the top of my head, the first thing that comes in is watching was watching John Prime. Right. Like totally. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And I, uh, he played in Fredericton a couple of years ago, and uh, I took Dax, my son. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> I took Dax with me because when he was a baby, I used to dance him to sleep all the time with John Prime. So he actually got to go see John Prime. He was sweating to death in there, though. I mean, I don't know. Okay, he's 10. So he was like eight. And he was squirming. And he's like, Mom, I'm done. Like, it was so hot in there. But I'm like, oh, my God, this is happening. And then when the song, um, That's the Way That the World Goes Round, comes on, he perked right up. He's like, hey, Mom. And he sang along with me. So that's all I wanted. That's all. That's so sweet. So I think, you know, I mean, I've had a blast at a lot of concerts. Like... Nine Inch Nails was actually, like, epic. I can actually remember feeling the hurt in my chest, like, mm-hmm. a, from excitement. But I don't know. That might be my special one with my Aww. son at John Prime. Is there any <laughs> uh, bucket list concerts? In the- yeah, I have a ton of bucket list ones, but they all keep dying. I know. Fuck her. Like, Lou Reed was on my bucket list. Mm. That was years ago, oh, but that's yeah, gone. Still. Um, I would love to see Tom Waits. That Y'all, is on I would bucket. see him. Nick Cave is totally on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. I've either seen them or they've effing died. Yeah. Shit's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real. I know, right? Yeah. Shit's real. But those are the two right off the top of my head. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. Nick Cave and Tom Waits would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. 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 What's on your bucket list? On my bucket list. Rolling Stones. Nice. Yeah, I've never seen the Stones. and. Really? You know, they had to postpone their tour this year, obviously. So maybe maybe 2021 will be the year. Right. Um, Tom Waits would be good to see. But I wouldn't say, I'll add him to the bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> add him to the bucket list. Um, 
I definitely want to see Bob Dylan again. I feel like if he oh, cool. if he ever comes and does um, a like he did it before, but I don't know if he'll ever ever do it again. He did like when he used to come to the Maritimes a lot, and the last time was like in the first time I saw him in like 2008. But if he ever did a Maritime tour, I'd be one of those people that would go see every da, show. Da, da, really? Because there's did. people that do, and there's people that follow him around. And I feel like if he ever, if there was ever a chance now as an adult that he would come to the region again, I would, I would go see the show. I'd That's awesome. Him. I think I would. Yeah. Because. He's gonna probably go soon. You know, soon. <laughs> Knock on yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but you know, 2020. He's been very generous to us this year with a new album and his radio shows coming yeah. back. Like we don't deserve it, but like that's what's keeping her alive. Yeah, it's she'd be gone. 2020 would have gotten. <laughs> yeah, it would have. Yes. Um, so yeah, no. So I'd say um, a Bob Dylan like road trip nice. would be would be cool. But other than that, like we saw Fleetwood Mac almost a year ago. Yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. So where was that? That was in Quebec City. Oh wow! So that was magical. Um, but yeah, th- I would say those are. We those saw are Stevie on Devil's Night. To be more specific, right the night before Devil's Night. Yeah. Yeah. So the 29th. Yeah. No, thirtieth. Thirtieth. Isn't Devil's Night the thirtieth? Is it the Devil's it 30th? Devil's Night is the night before Hollow's Eve. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Sorry, I've seen the crow like eight million times, yeah. but if they're wrong, confused. I'm wrong because. And we always hung out on Devil's Night. I just used to remember that. We did. So didn't like, we watch? Didn't we get together on Devil's Night once and then watch? Um, yeah. Did we do the crow? Yeah. But didn't you guys all come to my house on Halloween one night and I yeah. forced you to watch? Um, oh my God, what's it called with Frankenfurter? I don't know. Oh. Uh, I know what you're uh, referencing. Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror <laughs> yeah. Picture Show. Rocky Horror, yes. Yeah, because yeah, you dressed up that year, is that, didn't you? Or was... No. no. Was that your Betty Boop year? I don't remember. Oh, the Betty Boop year was yeah. fun. That's in also, there. I've got some Halloween cool Halloween Pro. costume pictures. This is like... Love it. The Edward Scissorhands. Uh, Chucky once with the big... Do you remember... Did you know me when I had the big box? It sounds bad for Chucky. Did I ever? <laughs> no, and I was thinking like how long I was like, how long have I known Shelly? And then I got thinking about it and like so I'll We met at the Let's Pick Our Teams at the skate park. Or were you at that place where the guy shot himself? Well, that too, but there was like, you know, I knew you from shows at like Studio and 12 for right. like a while, but then yeah, so it's been, it's been like 11, 12, 13 years, which is crazy. Yep. Um, I remember asking you and Linda Pelche for lighters being uh, underage. Oh, really? Like, oh, yeah. I have no idea oh, yeah. how old you awesome. are. <laughs> you guys are so nice. So, thank you so much. Linda Pelche, that's yeah. someone that would be nice to have back. Oh, yeah. 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 I yeah. love, love, I was, I messaged Leanne today, actually. I'm Did you? Like, hey, I was like, I was listening to Clutch. I just saw the view. She was like, oh my God, I miss you. <laughs> and like, yeah, like it's, you know, it's, it's funny. But it's crazy how music kind of bridges those memories. And then you're just like, oh, like what, what was that that we watched? And like, what? And they just kind of like get, they, they just get pushed down, you know? Yeah. No, nope, yeah. it's true. It's true. Yeah. I don't know. I can't wait to kind of go see some shows again. Like I'm excited for the one coming up at Imperial. I know it's, but it'll be awesome to have little you, little me, and like some of the bands right. that are in there. It's gonna be a rocking ship. Right. Or your bucket list picks have they changed right. since the last time we discussed this question on the show? Oh, sorry, I'm great at tangents too. You know now I'm just they've not much. really changed, but I guess I would have to say that like seeing Steely Dan would be really great, but it sucks because Walter Becker died last year and he was their guitarist, so their duo kind of sucks that he's gone. It's mm. kind. But, like, I would really like to see at least Donald. That would be, like, a really... And that's one of those things that I've said, like, I will go to, like, 
the Deacon Theater or Beacon Theater for like eight nights mm-hmm. and see them. Like I would drop two or three grand to watch Steely Dan for eight nights. Nice. Like I would. Yeah. That's a vacation. That's Do you like know? A I yeah. once bought four I nights at the Beacon Theater. And then I had Jerry Seinfeld tickets the night before. And then uh, two nights, Modesky Martin Wood. When Jerry was here, Jerry Seinfeld was here. Yeah. I got us kicked out of that by mistake. <laughs> I was too loud, I guess. <laughs> and I bought them for my husband for his birthday. So I ruined it all. <laughs> it happens. Oh, it does. What else? <laughs> He's at Harbor Station? Yeah. You're too loud in Harbor Station? <laughs> Were you like, I do sound here? No, no. <laughs> I'm a James. I played a hockey ass. song once in a hockey game. I'm allowed to do whatever I want. No. Really, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have worked at Harbor Station before, yeah, back in the day. We like, worked. I'm doing um, your sound, man. <laughs> never did sound, though. Just just crew. Yeah. They had 50 Cent there. Once. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I worked 50 Cent. Cent. That was wow. actually. Kind of cool totally to tell you the truth. Yeah, I forgot that was a thing. Matchbox Twenty. Do you yes. remember them? They were there. I would. I would totally go see Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> Garth Brooks. I'm gonna. Okay. Okay. I never realized that that was on my bucket list. But do you know what? If Garth Brooks came around in my vicinity, yeah, I would, I would go be see him. there. Buddy. I am serious. The Thunder rolls. That's a dark, awesome song. And I loved... His new Netflix series was pretty good. I already watched it. Yeah, me too. Okay. Watched it in a day. When I was a kid... Okay. My first CD I ever bought... Yeah. Please don't laugh at me. I bought three at once. Bette Midler, uh, Sawyer Brown, and Alan Jackson. Those were my first three CDs. And then my fourth, because I had to wait till my grandparents would bring me up to the city. And I would go to the Kmart or something and buy them. It was awesome. And then I bought the Crow soundtrack. Nice. So my grandparents lived in Deer Island. That's right. Ah. And I, like, and they all, my other grandparents lived in St. Martin's. And I would would co-live with my grandparents. Yeah. And every time I'd come to the city, they'd go to, like, Walmart or Music World. And I would, like, get CDs. But it was either on Much Music or on CMT. Yeah. So, like, my music was very, very varied. So, my very first talent show that I ever sang in, I sang Chattahoochee. Did you really? Yeah, great too. Uh, I sang The Gambler <laughs> by Kenny Rogers. I had a crush on Kenny Rogers when I was a little kid. Oh, my God. Vincent Price and Kenny Rogers. Oh, like, that's awesome. Okay. And, like, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still a really big country oh, yeah. fan. Like, I There's love good country. country. Like, There's like good I country. love Dwight Yoakam, Vince Gill. Like, I love a lot of, like good country like and there was a lot of really good female artists too at the time totally and, and then like country got really like frosted tipped yeah. i just made that up the other day but That's, it's like yeah no no no, no. outlaw country it was like not the stuff with frosted tips yeah uh-huh. <laughs> right. Wayne, like that kind Brilliant. of stuff like it was still good but it was a different kind of era on it yep. it was more theatrical more fashion totally right? but like i you know i love countries so all right we're gonna travis go to tritt, like i've been trying to get travis tritt tickets for four years and they sell out every god where does he play time. is it the, the casino what? for Christ's sakes and every time okay like they will come out and they'll have to book a second night yeah and then i will be on the facebook group like does anyone have a spare ticket does anyone have a spare <laughs> ticket and then i'm just like like does any can i show up on the day does somebody have a ticket and he always sells out i don't seriously <laughs> Well, I didn't know. Like, if Next he time just I know, COVID I'll return, to... just play New Brunswick. Because well, he there you go. The fuck out. <laughs> totally. Anybody would right now, right? Like a yeah. big show. But I mean, like, that 
from a production standpoint, like Garth Brooks had a really, he still does, puts on a phenomenal show. And I some want of the shows that him. I find out that we've had here, I'm like, what? Yeah, he's been here. St. John was like, no, it was bumping. Even though we say, like, we didn't get shows or like Def Leppard, like. Dude, we've had a we ton had, of big shows. Yeah, I, I, w- I, I, I wish that there was more of that kind of. Like, when we had Slayer and stuff, I was like, oh shit. I was like, we're going to have some more, like, crazy bands coming through yeah it kind of like i don't know do you know that when slayer was here they were okay so at that time that tour they recorded and did rain and blood live and that was supposed to be recorded here at harbor station but they wouldn't let them rain the blood so they did it in in moncton or halifax or something oh wow so that show would have been the the video that's such a saint john thing to have happen you'll make a mess sorry for all the people that work at harbor station i love you yeah (laughs) i know you and i love you yeah (laughs) but that did suck and then also like some of the but didn't snoop dog play there too i didn't go to that i should have went to that that probably would have been fun yeah like there's been like i've like conversations like i saw terry clark there and then i saw kiss there like so like the range of like the Mm. spectrum of, of performers is you know do you guys Quite remember large. when Guns N' Roses played there a few yes, years ago? I didn't know that. I, I went, there. but yeah. in the end, the promoter, they weren't selling enough tickets. So if you had bought a ticket already, all you had to do was show up and you'd get a free one. Oh, I heard that. I yeah. remember that. They had the Suicide Girls. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, oh, what's her name? She used to play at Elwood's. Like, oh my goodness, a heavier band with the girl singer. Oh, my Lanta, I can't think of it. Anyway, they performed and they were great. And then Guns N' Roses wasn't that bad. And I didn't Robin, know Motley Crue too, and I, won't, I, would, I should have gone to that. Robin Fink from Nine Inch Nails was playing guitar for uh, Guns N' Roses. That's why I was so excited. When we went to see Fleetwood Mac, it was kind of neat because their whole band had shifted and they had all of like Tom Petty's band. No way! Yeah, so cool. That was really, uh, and they did yeah. a whole tribute to, to Tom Petty. They like, played free throughout fun. multiple times ta- yeah. throughout the show and like slideshows and stuff, and it was oh. really. It was emotional. The whole thing. Did it you guys cry? Tom Petty <laughs> and I, the screen going black. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy. That's oh, beautiful. We still have Kate took some really good. That. That's uh, cool. Yeah, she took some really good footage of um, Gold Dust Woman. Like that yeah. was like a spiritual experience. Like us, we were all like a spell was cast. And oh, yeah, yeah, like it was even now when you just said Gold Dust Woman and picturing you guys seeing it, I like, got goosebumps down my it back. Was, yeah. Actually, it's a beautiful song. And they had like the stage, like, so Stevie was like, so like, you, we were really super close, but they had her silhouette on the back, and it was so it was like her black silhouette, like, mimic, like following her and then had like gold dust around her and she was like oh my po- oh my god it was just too much one thing <laughs> was too much until i was there is that they had actually written black du- uh black magic woman i didn't oh, know yeah, that. that that was a what? peter green um yeah. that was when pete did the peter and then green santana too. did it yeah yes. but it was them who actually did it first and yeah. so like she sings the whole thing and it was really good yeah and they changed Very the lyrics cool. around because like yeah. he was she was just like you know this group's like half women so we're gonna I'm, we're gonna change this a little bit like black ma- i'm a black magic woman like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. like it was super it was cool good yeah but like and then again too like some of the shows not even from a bucket list standpoint, but like sometimes you just go to shows and they're really fucking good. Yeah, unexpected. Like I, I remember like when or like some about like a band shows, that you don't know yeah. and you watch and you're like, whoa, yeah. Like I remember like I wasn't huge into Alexis on Fire because like I was more into like death metal at the time. Yeah, I thought they were kind of sissy, but I also yeah. really liked Dallas Green's vocals and I kind of liked what was going on. So when they were playing like Gothic, oh, Ashes, that's what he's from. 
I was just like, oh, wow. I was like, cool. This is, like, really cool. But now, like, I've seen them twice since. And, like, I would love to see them. So he's the city and color guy, too? And he was in Alexis on Fire? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. And, like, Wade, he plays in, like, uh, uh, The Hollows. Mm, I don't know. And, like, they're they're really good. Um, And, like, super heavy. And, like, he plays around here all the time. Like, he lives in Moncton half the time and California half the time. Okay. Um, But, like, they're really great. So, like, sometimes just, like, those one-off shows, like a Matthew Goodband show is something I'd probably digest any time. And, like, probably my favorite time seeing him was at Imperial Theater. Oh, nice. And when he played Weapon, it was, like, a really, like, amazing experience, like, very cool yeah like and I think sometimes like those like little shows kind of play more of a a bigger part like those ones in Arizona that you think back on like uh, fan, like fantastic some yeah like, like Melt those... Banana from I think they're from Japan yeah like holy mm-hmm. mother like yeah. Tenacious very D cool. was probably my most memorable <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice with Laura she made me crowd surf the first time with Tenacious D and I was really scared <laughs> But you survived. Well, I went to two of the Rockfest festivals, and I like I still hadn't tried it yet because I was like, "What if I call? What if I don't do it right? What if I get touched?" And I was just like, "Ah!" Oh, like she's like, "Here you go." Yeah, <laughs> you're we going just, up. And we went right. So, everyone, if you don't get it, you should crowd surf. The only time I surfed was because I had to. I was actually just telling um, Chris about this. It was the Rob Zombie show, and. Um, Fear Factory opened, someone before them, whatever. But then when the Rob Zombie show started and I was up front because like I'm short and little and like back then I could just like, like I would go between everybody's hips and like, excuse me, you know, play the sorry card. So I'm really close to the front. But the moment his show started, it's funny. You feel like you're packed already, but they all just squish more. And I got squished so hard. Like I said, I was like the toothpaste in the toothpaste tube. So it lifted me up off my feet and I couldn't move. And it's scared. I was scared. It felt like my feet aren't on the ground and I can't move my arms. And I thought my ribs were going to break. And I looked at some guy and I was like, you gotta like, I I couldn't point, but I'm like, you gotta get me up. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. It scared the shit out of me. And then, so I got to surf a little bit to the front, but now I'm like with the security guards the front I'm like oh my god it's Rob Zombie and they're like get moving I'm like oh. yeah. <laughs> so I go all the way back but yeah it's uh, a yeah. lot of people you can see how those things happen where people get hurt or like the the shows where people got trampled back in the set like it's yeah. wow. it happens for sure but I, I think the funny thing that I've fun. noticed about like some of the shows I've been to is that like I remember seeing like Cradle of Filth and like Cannibal Corpse and like and like I saw a guy in a panda costume, like hanging out, and like people were like dancing and like having fun. <laughs> Sublime. I got punched in the face. You saw- <laughs> Seriously, yeah. like I have video of me putting the beep beeps on out of the fucking Sublime pit. I was like, okay, like. Okay. okay. Sublime, awesome. It makes me want to make jello shots. But I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) my literal, this, okay, Rancid literally plays. Yeah. So it went Cypress Hill. Oh my gosh. That would have been awesome. Rancid. Yeah. Sublime. Yeah. Megadeth. That was, that was the five. What a mix up, eh? Whole bunch, right? Yeah. So Rancid comes on, everybody's, you know, doing the scud. So I'm like, okay, this will be nice, right? I see the popsicle guy go and me and Laura Terry, we get a bunch of popsicles. We're having a nice time. Oh, okay. I was picturing like a dude in a popsicle no, costume. No, you like mean? real popsicles. It okay. was really hot out. And oh, next thing God. you know, like, it's just like, 
fucking elbows everywhere, kicking. I'm on the ground and I'm fucking killing people in Santeria. Oh like, God. what the fuck? <laughs> this is not. This, this is not what it is. No. That's not on brand. Last year, <laughs> they joint played chill out, on right. New Year's. I saw they were playing Casino New Brunswick and yep. I just thought, how Who is was? Sublime? Sublime. They played at Casino New Brunswick on New Year's Eve. And I thought, that's so peculiar because, like, I literally got punched in the mouth, like, at a mosh pit with, like, 100,000 people. And that was in New Year's Eve. And I'm like, did you go? Did you go? No. I was scared. (laughs) I think I remember telling you that they were playing and you'd be like, you're going to get punched in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I would would like to go again, but I'm just like, maybe where there's, like, like social distancing pods. Yeah. So that it's, like, guidelines. (laughs) Bubble. No, no, no. I've got the trick for you. When I was pregnant, yeah. so I was probably six or seven months pregnant, we went to see Guar. Fuck yeah. Up in Moncton. And guess what? When you're pregnant, people are really nice and they just part the seas. At the at the club or when they were no, at, the, at, it the, was at, like, the, at the Coliseum. Was it the Coliseum? They think played it, twice. They played with Lamb of God at the Coliseum. and then It was stayed, at the Coliseum. It was with, with Lamb of God. The at the, at the no, club. it was the Coliseum. Yeah. No, Sasson was like, oh, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> I think Guar's my favorite concert I've ever been to. That was pretty cool, man. I saw life. them in um, Arizona, too, at, a, at a, a festival. And I don't know how they did it with those costumes. I don't know how they like, did it. Like, in either. that heat? It was like, it was like 100 degrees. Like, And then they come out and they were signing stuff like at their booth. And I'm like, you're all going to pass out out of exhaustion and dehydration. Like, yeah. gross. <gasps> Laura's you're the one her. that got the video, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my gosh. Did you ever see that? No. Are we, we're totally killing your... No, this, no is, this, this is what it is. What it's about. This no, is but like show. that's that was. I remember we went. This is literally the and show. That same time when we went to Moncton, that's when me and Laura met Odorous, and he did the video for the team for Scarlet Swarm, and he's and like, "They're my awesome. favorite roller derby team." Was, Have you ever seen that? He's sitting on a toilet. I'm no. quite sure is he not? Yeah. So we met him, and we wore our Fog City <laughs> roller shirts because we knew Guar liked roller derby, and Laura had been talking to Dave Brocky this like for a long time and is that his real name yeah okay <laughs> and so she was like we're gonna be in Moncton we're coming to see him he's like yeah like make sure you wave to me like I'll come say hi and I'm thinking like this is fucking crazy right we I've always watched their home videos and stuff so I'm like this is weird so then like we're there we watch the show it's fucking awesome and then like of course when they're out of costumes no one knows who they are uh, how would so you? she <laughs> sees him and she's like that's Dave and so we go back and she's like Dave and he's like Laura and I was like holy okay so we go back (laughs) and here's the thing like at that time in my life I hadn't really gotten to do much on my own you know I hadn't really had my own real sense of individuality at that time so this was a kind of a groundbreaking moment for me to go away for a night by myself with my friend yeah and I was just like okay self-realization moment and I remember just I can do whatever like, the hell yeah, I want to. Yeah, and like I'm full of fake blood, and I just felt like amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. I could wring out my bra with fake blood, and I just felt so good. <laughs> right? I felt really powerful. And so she sees him, and she's like, "Hey, this is my friend Kate," and he was really nice. And here I was thinking he was going to be like this like maniac, you know? What I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, right. I'm and eat he's your just soul. like, "Hey, like, what's up? Let's chat." And like we just started chatting it up, and like he wasn't like weird with us or anything. Didn't like you know try to hit on us. Right. Really he like was being a, it was a really human nice, being. you know. And so we just chatted him up. 
uh, had a, a quick puff and then like we went back to our room and she messaged him and said thanks he signed our shirts whatever and then like the next couple days um, he was like yeah like thanks so much for telling me about your team if we're ever like coming through again we'd love to like check it out but like what's your team's name and then yeah. next thing you know she gets that video and it was awesome it was on hilarious the he's like I'm just on like a pre-show shit like yes. I'm saying hi to my friend Laura like you're super hot and, like Fox City Roller yeah, like, 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 like in team like it was awesome yeah so that was really this is when this is when fox city rollers were like Like, we were just starting like we probably hadn't even like done the paperwork to make it an actual you know that was like pretty huge and then i was like (laughs) and now like looking back i'm like oh that was it's like inappropriate but it's so fucking brutal and i love it yeah It's okay. like, so you're talking real. about uh, wringing out your bra full yeah. of blood, yeah. which um, made me think of a story, if you're up for it. Yes. So, um, I don't know what year it was. We could look it up in there. But I was working at Imperial Theater. This is when I was head of sound. Yeah. So, it was a weekend, and Skinny Puppy, fucking Skinny Puppy, sorry, oh, that's so cool. was playing in Toronto. Right. So, I actually bought a ticket. I bought a flight to leave... The day before. So I think I left on a Thursday. The show was a Friday night and I fly back on Saturday. So like, that's it. I'm literally flying to Toronto to go see Skinny Puppy. I go see Skinny Puppy um, with Dave McEwen from Hollow, actually. He was living in Hamilton. Um, I'm pretty sure I was drinking Facts, which is not a really good idea. Ever, ever, Mm. ever. Mm. Um, And anyway, I pretty much remember the show. It was fantastic. Skinny Puppy are amazing. I love them, love them, love them. But I slept through my alarm. I was staying at the hostel um, on Dundas in... um, the backpackers so I missed my flight in the morning so there's a picture of me like at a payphone at the Eaton Center <laughs> calling calling uh, my boss at the theater being like um so I'm still here and I'm not going to be at work anyway so I had to buy a new flight home and I got to stay and I went to Evil Dead the Musical oh. and I went and found my tattoo artist that I had gotten tattooed by many years prior he worked right beside um, it was called the Toronto Rock right beside HMV and he tattooed my back that big piece on my back that's wicked his name is Jason King and I went and found him and I said hey do you want to go to a, a, a play? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went to see Evil Dead the Musical. That's when that first came out. And yeah, uh, and you brought that to Imperial, out. didn't you? Or did you mention it? Like you? Oh, we were all excited. The guy that was uh, running the theater at the time was excited too. And last year, yes. Or was it last year or two years ago? Two I don't know. Ago. COVID screwed it up. Oh, yeah. We had it booked. Did but they cancel? Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't cancel it. We were. I was. I was so sad. Oh. I was so sad. Yeah. So sad. I was so yeah. excited. Oh, that sucks. I even we did a um, like a launch at the theater. Yeah. And and were you there? Yeah, I was, I there. was I the one in the bloody shirt. I know. I was. And I, I was like so excited. Totally. Like, soul friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, you gotta you gotta get into this ecosystem so we can hang out. Yeah. Listen to Machine Head. Just like, like yeah. <laughs> I thought because there's a lot of cohesion here. This yeah, is awesome. Oh, that was like, okay. So that T-shirt I had a blast with though because all the kids like my house on the west side is kind of like the Sherbrooke Park. Like all the kids hang out outside, and I learned how to make the perfect edible fake blood. Ooh. It is the perfect color. I actually took pictures and showed a friend. I'm like, oh my god, look! I cut my fingers, and they're like, oh, that's horrid like <laughs> not real. Yeah, and yeah. that's what he did so he's like alright kids come on and we 
took a bunch of white shirts and hung them off of the oh trees and I gave them big cups of it and I just let them all oh. like, splatter all these people. You can yeah. just invite us over. We can do it anytime. That would be great. It has cocoa like, in it. Oh, oh it's perfect. Green and red. Oh, massacre. Yep. Yeah, yes. Strange Truths hotcakes. We'll yeah. have to put that recipe on there. I would, yes. For the blood. Yes. 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 Yeah. That's a Patreon subscription. <laughs> <laughs> Fake blood, blood recipe, $5. Oh. Yeah, well, this no, is I, fun, I guys. Thanks. Yes. Um, thank you for, for joining us. Um, one last question before sure. we go. Um, I asked this to especially our record collector vinyl guests. Um, Desert Island discs. Three discs you would bring to Desert Island with you. I got three? Yes, you got three. Okay, step one, automatically, um, um, uh, Super Unknown um, by Soundgarden, because I've had that in my car for... 16 years there you go no 20 years i don't know how old i am jeez um so yes super unknown sound garden um i think i would like to have uh jeff buckley grace and um uh bet midler the the album that has wind beneath my wings on it i think those would be my three i think those all those three could just get me through any mood yeah that's amazing you know what i find <laughs> interesting though about that's, desert island discs that's yeah. that God, you only gave me three, though? How long as, am I going to be there? As we get to That's know, awesome. like, I don't know, our guests and each other, they do change over the time. time. Oh, it will. Yeah. That's just right but now. But when you're younger, like, I couldn't imagine not saying Nirvana. I, like, oh, my uh, God. Yeah, yeah. It's fine to me. <laughs> oh, my you know God. I mean? When I was younger, it would have been Pearl Jam 10. Right. And maybe, depending on the mood, I might have said freaking Prodigy. Oh, my land. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Like, oh, Price, like, yeah. Or Nine Inch Nails. American like, board, like that yeah. American board, like, that, to me, like, there's a lot of... But then I'm just like, okay. I start thinking back to, like, okay. What mm. if I actually really just had to... And to get me through my life. Yeah. Right? Like, I know that you like, love, what like, can High I on Fire. To over but, like, over. maybe Bette Midler you will know get what? you through the time. I don't know? think I could live forever with High on Fire yeah. anymore. Like, yeah. isn't that funny? Like, I... And, yes, yeah. I... That's how I feel Next time, I'll home. bring all my High on Fire. Yeah. We'll have a High on Fire night. List. Yeah, we'll have a High on Fire night. Yeah, that'd be That's so funny. Sweet. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Hmm. It's always an interesting question. Yeah, it is. I always like asking... Um, artists when they come in what is the last thing you listen to that you chose and it used to be what is the last cd or record but now you have to say like whether it was but the one thing that you chose yourself to put on because you wanted to hear a song not your playlist like right and uh that's always interesting that is too, interesting because well, sometimes some weird stuff comes out that you don't not weird but you're just not expecting it's mine's like, oh. been hitch a ride by boston interesting yes the guitar solo in that lately has me living Right. Sometimes I'm just like, put that on right now. Uh, mine was um, Five O'Clock World by The Vogues. Okay. Oh. That's like a... Isn't that older? It's the, old. The yeah, Vogues. it's a 60s song, yeah. Yes. It's nice. Five O'clock World. I'm like, it's, a, it's a bop. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and then of course my only answer is literally last night I listened to that. Yeah. Whole, <laughs> the Secret of Nim yeah, soundtrack. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much again, Shelly. We'll have you on again. That wasn't scary, was it? You were it nervous. It wasn't. I'm still red, though. <laughs> like, I can oh, feel no. my ears burning. <laughs> it's the, the beer. Time. It's the beer. It right? is it's the beer. It's that's the idea. Yeah, so. yeah. can't help it. It's our hotness. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I loved it. Thank you. That was fun. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And until next time, keep it strange. <laughs> If you've enjoyed this, then you have to hit strangegrooves.com for more amazing content.
To support this podcast and music community, go to patreon.com slash strange grooves. As always, keep it strange.